When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama, what a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast on a rainy Monday afternoon here across the Norman, Oklahoma City area. Toby Rowland is uh, getting set for a little bit of TV work, and he joins us as he always does here on a Monday. T-Row, again, still kind of odd getting used to it, but uh, we're, we're staying busy. We got the classic broadcasts going on, which I think are a lot of fun. And you, my man, had a chance to talk to Lincoln Riley. We're going to hear that in just a bit. And his words implemented some change, did it not, in the Big 12? I think it did. I think, um, you know, we heard um, some some uh, – not problems, but some disappointment that he had. And, and you'll hear that coming up with how um, practices were being implemented in different conferences around the country during this time. And uh, I think the Big 12 and SEC have uh, kind of come out with some new legislation or new rules or guidelines that kind of even the playing field now for everybody. So that was interesting. But yeah, I had a good chat with Lincoln. Hey, he's had a opportunity like so many of us to have more family time than normal at this time of year and he's playing board games with the kiddos (laughs) and uh certainly i hope everybody saw the video that he put out of he and his coaching staff that were able to go to the hospital and pass out goodie bags and uh you know so many of us right now wish we could do more or are looking for ways to do more and to show our appreciation for for those who really are on the front line of this thing and front lines. And so that was a a pretty cool gesture, I thought, by Lincoln Riley and his coaching staff. And I thought a pretty cool gesture today as the coaches have started to spread the word and tag some other coaches and former athletes and making sure that we properly wash our hands. And I don't know about you, but I think Skip Johnson has already won (laughs) this creativity battle, has he not? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I don't know that Skip Johnson's method is uh, CDC approved, but 
it was the most entertaining by far. And I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it out there on social media. Uh, search it out because he's one of a kind, man. That's That guy is one of a kind. And one of the things I miss most about not having games right now is talking to him every day. You know, I mean, the, the pregame chats with Skip Johnson in the bullpen can, you know, some days they're straightforward and it's a five-minute interview and he's got things to do and we're on our way. But there's a lot of days where those are 45-minute or hour-and-a-half talks and they wander all over the place from <laughs> hunting and fishing to pitching to you name it. And he's one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life, and I I miss getting to visit with him every day. That's for sure. You know, one of the I, – I, there's nothing really cool about not having sports. And one of the interesting things has been be a, being able to go back and maybe get some perspective on – what might have been, what could have been, what should have been. But, Toby, we were getting ready to tape a TV show, and we were going to get into what might have been for baseball and softball. So, I I mean, now that we brought up Skip Johnson, I hate thinking about what might have been for this team because I thought this had the potential to be something very special. And what's positive about it is it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. It looks like this is a team that's set up for success long term. So, while we're frustrated, we didn't get a chance to see what might have been and what could have been. There's a very bright future for OU baseball beyond just losing this 2020 season. Well, that's right. And, um, you know, I think I've decided, you remember how UCF anointed themselves national <laughs> champions? Yes. And I, Florida State just do that in basketball or yeah. the governor of Florida did or something like that. I've decided that this was a college world series team and nice. We're going to go ahead and we're going to put it on the wall next year that they would have gone to the 2020 college world series. Um, because they were loaded for bear. And, um, I, I have no idea what next year is going to look like. I think there is some very important meetings taking place as we take this on Monday, uh, as to how exactly they're going to go about, um, spring sports and who gets an extra year of eligibility, whether it's just seniors, whether it's everybody, whether it's nobody, what are we going to do with scholarship limits, all that kind of thing. And all of that is going to impact baseball. The major league baseball draft this year is going to be cut down significantly, uh, probably to as, at least as few as 10 rounds and maybe even a five round draft. And normally that's, you know, 50 rounds, so the number of guys both out of college and out of high school that would have been drafted and potentially would have gone on to professional baseball is going to be a fraction of that this year. So that you would lead you to think there'll be an influx of even more high school talent into college on top of a bunch of guys who might be coming back that wouldn't have otherwise. And you start counting up roster sizes and scholarship numbers and they got to figure a bunch of things out. But so I don't I don't know. Bottom line, I don't know what next year seems going to look like. But the the foundation that Skip has built, especially with pitching, is something that travels, not just from home to road ballparks, but from year to year. And this is going to be a club year after year after year that can pitch the baseball. They're going to be one of the elite pitching programs in America 
for as long as Skip Johnson is their head coach. Now, if you add to that how exciting they were at the plate early this year, if they can get that going, you know, especially in recruiting as well, then watch out. This is a, a team that's going to be in Omaha more often than it's not. But I think you've seen in a short amount of time Skip be able to do what, what Joe Castiglione hoped he was going to be able to do when he, when he gave him the head coaching job, which is make this an elite pitching school that young men all over the country want to come play for because they know Skip Johnson's going, going to develop them properly for professional baseball. How fitting that next week we're going to have on the classic broadcast, the OU-LSU game, which was the no-hitter that Dane Acker threw earlier this season. And uh, if you haven't had a chance to, to watch it or listen to it, it's going to be a fascinating listen. Hey, T-Raw, I'll let you go on this. We got the Lincoln-Riley interview coming up, and I know you guys are going to go in-depth on a bevy of topics, but I'm curious. You start off by asking about board games. Is that what's driving the ship right now in the Roland household? How are you guys getting – besides you being probably busier than you ever could have imagined at this point, but is it board games that's keeping everyone in line right now in the Roland household? Not – um, a lot. We have a game that we play called uh, Nerds. Nerds, it's yes. A, card game. It's a card game. You're familiar with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's just three of us in the house right now, just me and my wife and my daughter. And so we like to play Nerds. And um, they, not quite every night, almost every night, we get a good battle of Nerds going on. <laughs> so I don't know if you qualify that as a board game or not. I think it's more of a card game. But uh, we are, between that and ripping through as much uh, Netflix as we can, um, you know. Chloe started school up, online school, and you mentioned it. We're, we're hopping. They got us hopping pretty good right now between TV and radio duties, and there's not probably as much free time as people would think. But I, I do want to touch on one, though. You mentioned Dane Act. Right. Um, He's the perfect example of what I was talking about. So, Dane Acker is draft eligible and would have come out, and I, I don't know where he's going to be taken. He's probably, though, not a top five round guy. He's probably, you know, just guessing maybe in the 10 to 15 round, maybe 7 to 15 round guy. So, what they decide to do with the professional baseball draft this year, as far as how many rounds there's going to be, uh, may directly affect a guy like him or a guy like Tyler Hardman or a guy like Brady Lindsley, who if given an extra year, maybe some guys that weren't expected to come back who because of all this now either will be able to or will be forced to will greatly impact what next year's team looks like. Does that make sense? Absolutely. 100%. And you know, it's What's kind going of out of your house. You guys playing board games. We discovered a new Uno game. It's called like the dark side or Uno flip or something of that nature. Dude, it's, it's been brutal. It was brutal. It led us some tears yesterday. Got competitive. We have, uh, we've watched, we've watched all the star Wars. So that's been, that's been one thing that we've gone through. So we've had some in-depth conversations about that. And you know what? We were blessed with pretty nice weather So we this past weekend. So we did the neighborhood walk thing. We actually went and walked around uh, a, a little bit through the through the hood, so that's been nice. But, yeah, we're just – we're a crew. We're like a three – like you, like you, Jen, and Chloe, um, with uh, Peyton and Trev, you know, obviously having to work on classes. 
uh, and my son is quarantined up in Tulsa right now. So my two daughters, my wife and I, we just we're like a crew right now. It's like a four man, four person crew, and we just kind of go everywhere together. And every so often, we're like, you know, let's just go for a drive. So it's, yeah, it's been very random so far, T. Row. Everything seems to be contingent on what Mother Nature decides to provide for us as well. Yeah. I tell you, there's going to be – we're going to get through this. We're going to get on the other side of it. Life's going to get back to normal. But a lot of interesting things are going to come out of this. I think there's going to be some inventions that come out of this. <laughs> certainly on the – well, certainly on the medical front, but even just people who are stuck at home trying to, you know, be in creative. There's going to be some great music that comes out of this uh, from people who have time to write now. There's going to be – um, it's going to be a lot of creativity, I think, that comes out of this because everybody's been forced to uh, shut down their lives and, you know, in many ways kind of just slow down. And I think it's going to lead to some very cool things on down the line. I agree. Toby, uh, have a great afternoon, and we'll hear you in the classic broadcast on Wednesday. We'll hear you coming up in a bit with Lincoln Riley and can't wait to talk to you again next Monday. See you, Chris. All right, see you, Toby. Oh, by the way, uh, failed to mention this, and we need to continue to push it. Wingstop is presenting hashtag AskToby, if you will. You can hit us up on Twitter. He's at T-Row-O-U. I'm at Plank Show, and, of course, at OU on the air. You can slide into the DMs if you want. Anything that you want to talk about, anything you want Toby to dive into, We'll get it answered on next Monday's podcast, and it's brought to you by Wingstop. When the craving hits, we're open and ready to take orders for carryout and delivery. Order now at wingstop.com. And let's let's quickly go through, because Toby mentioned it, the, the new rules with the Big 12. And obviously, this is a very fluid, evolving situation. On, on Wednesday's podcast, you're going to hear from Joe Castiglione. And it was an interview that was taped last Thursday, and it's kind of wild. You listen back to it, and it's an incredible interview. Chad and Joe are great. But even even in that, there are some things now where you look back and say, okay, uh, we have a little bit more clarity on that because we just didn't know what the future might look like whenever that interview was conducted. So it's an exciting listen, but it's amazing how ever-evolving this this whole process has been with timelines and dates and calendars. So the good news today from the Big 12 is, is that it's a little bit more in line with what other conferences are doing so far. Coaches can recommend written, self-directed workout plans. Uh, There are now adjustments made to in-person, on-campus meals and nutritional supplements that can be taken care of with academic support, with mental health and sports medicine still there. Uh, It is permissible for institutions to provide off-campus student-athletes with apparel for workouts. There can be meetings, but those cannot go longer than, what is it, two hours that they kind of have. The virtual group activities are limited to two hours per week in all sports. So, obviously, there's still some steps to be taken. But as it stands right now, those listed policies, which you can find on Big12Sports.com, will remain in effect until May 31st of 2020 or until additional guidance is provided. And, again, you can find that list at Big12Sports.com. The Sooner Sports Podcast is brought to you by Buick and GMC. We're here to help. And flexible payment schedules are available for Sooner Club members in 2020. 
Visit our online account manager or call 405-325-8000 to be part of the team today. We know we'll soon experience Sooner Magic again together as one. Sooner Sports Podcast rolls on in a bit, but right now we welcome in one of our great partners, Jared Dunn, with Raisin Cane's, one of my favorite places to dine, but uh, not dining in right now. It's carry out, and Jared, kind of take me through how everyone at Raisin Cane's has adapted to what has been the new normal over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's definitely been uh, definitely been an adjustment, but uh, we're fortunate that we already have a pretty strong drive-through presence for our restaurants. Um, so, and fortunately, with us being considered an essential business, we're able to to stay open and safely serve our customers you know, hot fresh chicken meals, um, uh, hot fresh chicken finger meals through our drive-through. Um, while really practicing that proper social distancing. So we've always really operated with high standards of food safety, cleanliness, um, and health. And, and we've really just stepped up our measures, man, just to make sure that uh, we're able to take care of things the, the right way. So, you know, unfortunately, we've, we've um, in, this, in this time and, and really working through these uh, kind of stay-at-home mandates and things that are happening in areas, um, but we're really able to, to accommodate our, our customers um, and, and keep them safe in their car, take care of them with a hot meal through drive through um, and really just continue to be grateful that our customers are coming out and supporting us and allowing us to keep our crew working. And that's that's been the biggest focus for us is, is keeping our crew um, coming in every day and being able to earn a living and taking care of our customers. I love the message that's on your website right now at RaisinCanes.com in which you'll do the right thing, taking care of the customers, you'll act with urgency, but in the end, We'll never sacrifice quality either. And, Jared, I know that's important for everyone at Raisin Cane's with the incredible product that you provide. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, quality is, uh, is of utmost importance. And so for us, you know, really just always staying focused on that. Um, we're able to, to fortunately be able to continue to offer our full menu. Um, we're able to accommodate, you know, families at home with tailgates. Um, we can get our fresh squeezed lemonade and, and sweet tea by the gallon and things like that. So, <laughs> Um, we're able to really zone in on on that quality through our drive-throughs and, and really have our our teams um, pretty focused on that. Um, we still have the ability to do takeout meals as well, um, but obviously it's been a very convenient uh, for our customers to be able to come in and get that quality meal through the drive-through for sure. You know, and the one thing that has really stood out to me is just how you you're taking care of your employees as well too. This is a challenging time. Uh, in the service industry, a lot of people are stressed right now, but you're making sure that they're keeping everything clean, they're staying safe. I mean, there's so many different prongs to this, Jared. It's it's a pretty delicate balance, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a very delicate balance. And I think for us, our, our ultimate priority is making sure our crew and customers stay safe, right? So um, we're doing everything we can to keep our restaurants as, as clean as possible. Um, uh, lots of hand washing, um, always checking on our crew to make sure they're doing well. Um, really making sure that they can uh, they can come to work as long as you know they're they're feeling well and and they're here to to safely take care of our take care of our customers and really we've been fortunate enough that we've been able to um, keep all of our crew members working and really providing uh, a safe place for them to come and and having great practices that that keep everybody as safe as possible and really ultimately that's that's been the the biggest um, biggest focus for us really through all of this is is how do we how do we keep our crew members safe and our customers uh, um, provided with a safe meal um, and a safe experience, whether they come, you know, uh, pick up a takeout order uh, or, or swing by through a drive through. Jared, final thought, and I'll let you go with so many locations across Oklahoma near and dear to our heart with the chicken fingers, the crinkle cut fries, the sweet tea, maybe even the coleslaw. But bottom line here, more than anything else, I think we just want to make sure it resonates that you're here. And you're open and you're doing everything you can to super serve, not just Oklahomans, but all across the map. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our uh, our restaurants open up at uh, 10 a.m. every morning, uh, excited, ready to serve our customers. Um, like I said, our, our dine-in option, our, our takeout option is available up till 10 p.m. Uh, and our drive-through hours vary by restaurant, so check those out. Our drive-throughs are open through our normal business hours right now. Um, the only only restaurants that are impacted are mall food court location, and we had one on uh, OU campus. Um, and those uh, everything else is open and uh, and ready to serve. But our our crew always excited to see everybody and love seeing customers coming and support them. Um, we definitely appreciate the community supporting us because uh, it's the only way we've been able to to get to the point where we are is raising canes is having great crew members, great customers uh, who who love what we do and and we love. Love uh, their loyalty to us, and we're excited to serve them. Jared, thank you so much for your time. Continue the uh, the hard work, and as you guys like to say, one love, right? One love. Lincoln Riley coming up in a second. The Sooner Sports Podcast brought to you by Coke. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. Coca-Cola, official partner of the Oklahoma Sooners. Without any further ado, the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, caught up with Lincoln Riley to talk all things quarantine and the future of Oklahoma football. We're joined now by the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley. Hey, coach, how you doing? Good, Toby. How you doing? You know, I'm getting along okay. Um, Different days, that's for sure. How you getting along with the fam in this quarantine? Uh, We're doing well. We're doing well. It's been one of the silver linings in a very tough time. It's been a little bit more family time for, for us, and I think a lot of families out there, so trying to Trying to be appreciative, certainly of that part of it, and uh, yeah, and then then uh, trying to make it business as usual as much as we possibly can. Few more uh, board games right now, or cartoon time, or what do you have more of in your life right now? Yeah, a few more board games at night, and then uh, yeah, you know, just the the days have been so beautiful the last several days, so it's been fun getting outside with the girls, being active, uh, doing things out there. Coach, uh, take us back. I think it was two weeks ago today when um, the sports world stopped. It was on a Wednesday night when we found out Rudy Gobert had tested positive, and then the next day, really everything started to unfold with the NCAA tournament and and the cancellations dominoed after that, which included obviously spring football. Take me through that forty-eight hour period or so from your perspective and how everything unfolded. Yeah, I mean, very unprecedented, you know, like it's been stated over and over. Um, you just kind of had to hit pause, I mean, because things were changing so quickly and even what you thought was true or what the plan was, you know, one hour might not be true even the next hour. Um, it was just changing so constantly. And so, um, you know, luckily we've got great leadership here um, with our with our administration and they did a good job of, keeping us informed and eventually it was so fluid and so dynamic that we honestly stopped making plans and just kind of let it, let it happen. Um, and, uh, you know, and then we're, then we're ready to, to, to react once the dust had settled a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it, it obviously changed a lot. It, it, uh, you know, plans for spring football, what you're going to be doing with the players, academic plans. I mean, everything that had, you know, taken months and months of planning was blown up, just like a lot of businesses, a lot of people around the country. I mean, it changed everybody's lives. And and we had to adjust, and we had to do it on the fly, and we had to do it quickly. And, again, I'm thankful for having a tremendous staff and, and people that are experienced and have been around and, and uh, think outside the box. And we put together a plan for our guys, ourselves as a staff, and, have been trying our best to execute it ever since. Was there a 
wave of shock that kind of swept over players, coaches, support staff, everybody um, during that time? What is going on here? Yeah, that's fair to say, although I would say ours probably paled in comparison to, you know, from an athletic standpoint to some of our spring sports, you know, and winter sports that we're getting ready to finish, you know, their postseason uh, tournaments, uh, conference championships, um, you know, some of those groups lost their entire season. So um, th- there was certainly some for us, but, but you know, I would have to say, I mean, we're, we're fortunate that, you know, we were able to get our season in, and it wasn't as much of an effect for us that way because you hate it for those groups that work so hard, coaches, staff, players, and, and then not being able to compete or finish seasons because we obviously had some outstanding teams, some outstanding individual athletes who weren't able to finish. And, you know, you just, you know, as a competitor, somebody does this for a living, you, it just makes you, makes you sick. You, you understand why. I mean, there's no other way right now. It's a circumstance, but, but you, you know, you, you hate it for them. You really do. What's the plan now with the guys? Did you, you got two practices in, and then everybody has, uh, you know, scattered and self-quarantining and doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, what What's the plan with them? Uh, do they have home instructions? I mean, how are you managing this time? Yeah, and it really it was just one practice. We ended up canceling the one mm. uh, that Thursday, too, as, as things were starting to happen. I, we were able to. I think figure out pretty quickly that us being on the practice field wasn't the, wasn't the right place to be. And, uh, um, so yeah, they've, you know, guys are obviously home for the rest of the semester. Majority of them are, are at their homes. Um, we're, you know, the first thing was getting an academic set up. So, you know, they're, they're taking their classes online, like all of our students are, then we're doing, you know, tutoring session, sessions virtually, um, kind of checking in with them academically because it is a huge change academically um, from what our guys are used to. Um, and then, yeah, from a from a football standpoint, honestly, you know, it's, it's a little bit all over the place. Um, you know, the NCAA is supposed to here in the next couple of days get us some, some, some regulations. Right now it's been by conference, and honestly it's all over the place. Our, our conference has been more more stringent on it. We've not been able to do – virtual meetings our players have not been able to come in not to you know our weight rooms even on an individual basis we haven't been able to send them equipment whereas a lot of other conferences like the ACC right now they've been able to do all those things so uh, that hasn't been a positive and that they're you know it's not really been an equal playing field now you get it just because of all the you know how much has changed in the short time and I know he's got a lot of stuff they've got to figure out our conference commissioners ADs but I know that's something that they're trying to work through and get done here quickly because we've got to we got to level the playing field and decide, you know, what we can and can't do during this time, and, and then uh, you know, and then we all need to abide by it. That's interesting. So now, what is it again? The ACC is doing that that you guys aren't allowed to do right now? Send them equipment, work like workout equipment. Yeah, pretty much everything. <laughs> um, yeah, they can. Yeah, they've they've been able to send them. You know, whether it's footballs, whether it's, you know, a lot of these guys are at home. What people don't, you know, people may realize, but, you know, they, these guys train, you know, basically for a living. And, uh, and you know, a lot of these guys are at home and they don't have a home gym, you know, in their home. And then their, their high schools, their local gyms, all those things are shut down. And so a lot of our guys, a lot, but I would say, you know, you're probably talking 20, 30% of our guys at least don't have anything to train with. Um, and so we've, you know, 
you know, being proactive, we want to try to, to get things in our guys' hands so they can train. And uh haven't been able to do that yet. And uh so, you know, we're, again, we're – and, and I know there's a lot that has changed. And, again, like I said, a lot of sports were canceled. There, there's a lot going on. and But I know it's it's a high priority for, for all the groups right now to, to figure out, you know, what do our athletes need during this time? Uh, what do we – what should we be able to provide them? Um what can we do with them as far as a, you know, a virtual position meeting and and all of that? What what can we do and what can't we do? You know, very simply, and and that's something that, you know, they're going to figure out here pretty quickly and lay down a, a set of rules and then we'll go from there. But obviously, the sooner the better. None of us know how this is going to play out, but in your mind, what's the best case scenario to be ready to play football on September fifth? Oh, I, I mean, it's all going to be obviously predetermined by, by you know, our nation's response to this sure. virus and, and how seriously people take it. And do we take this one, do we all, you know, take the steps to not only protect ourselves, but more importantly, to protect each other. And uh, so hopefully our nation will, will, you know, continue to get more serious about this and respond in a positive way. And you know, if that happens and, and, you know, if we're able to train our guys some in the summer like we normally do, I, I, you know, we get, you know, we get quite a few practices. You know, we get 20-plus practices in fall camp. That's enough to get a team ready to play. Now, you know, our guys going to have developed as much or some of the guys going to miss spring football, of course. I mean, I, that's that's a key time to develop guys, but I don't know that it's necessarily from a health standpoint or uh, – safety any of that I, I don't know that it's necessary to to get somebody actually just ready to play football I mean I, I just I, I think with 20 plus practices and if we do you know if we are able to get them back on campus uh here some in the summer to to train them get them physically ready for camp 20 plus practices in August and then we'll be ready to play football and you know by that time I think the nation will need that whichever way you go you're going to have a quarterback with not a lot of experience at the college level anyway, is this extra damaging because of that for you, that, that you're not going oh, to no. spring for whoever no, it is? Honestly, I, it's a lot better than if it were last year um, hmm. for a lot of reasons with our football team. Um, obviously, defensively, you know, from a O-line perspective with just how kind of crazy and experienced we were last year. Um, and then I think, too, just – you know our our quarterbacks. They've, you know, you're correct. They they haven't either one of them played a ton of snaps at the college level. But I, I wasn't going to be able to help that through spring practice and fall camp anyway. I mean that's that's uh that that's not going to change till we play games. And so the the thing that is different this year is these guys have both been in our system now for a while. They've been in our program now for a while, and you could tell. I mean, even in the one day of practice that we got it it. I felt like we had two experienced guys out there, and we do in my mind. And so uh, they 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 know what we're doing. They know how to run our stuff. Now, can they obviously get better? And are the reps beneficial to them? Of course they are. They're beneficial to anybody. And uh, but um, these guys will be ready to play. And uh, so I'll be excited to get them back and get back to work with them. But I know they're they're two pretty driven guys that'll be getting a lot of work uh, while while they're outside of here. Who's your starting quarterback going to be this year? 
I'm sorry. You they take my media. I'll give you an A, for, my, effort. Give you an a <laughs> for effort. They take my media card if I don't ask. All right. Uh, what uh, shoots and ladders, Candyland? Is that still a thing? Are those still hot games, or what are you guys playing? Now that's probably a little too old school. Um, mm. My girls are into this this headbands game. They like that quite a bit. So you put the card on the headband right, faces oh, the other yeah. way. You got to you got to you know whatever guess not using the word try to figure out what yours is so yeah that yeah. and then into some legos right now and then like i said we've been outside a ton so hopefully we keep having beautiful days like we've had all right well enjoy dad time uh sooner or later uh it's going to be back to the grind so uh enjoy it while we got it coach thanks so much for a few minutes of your time stay healthy over there you too, Toby. Thanks so much. Man, thanks so much for joining us on the Sooner Sports Podcast today. Presented in part by Walden Cleaners. It's open for business and offering free pickup and delivery for all your household, bundle wash, and garment care needs. You can register online or download our customer app in the App Store. Express Employment Professionals is a premier workforce management provider to Sooner Nation. To find a job or make your next hire, visit ExpressPros.com and Whataburger. Ready to serve. Whataburger's drive through online, and app ordering are open for guests while the dining rooms are closed. Hey, coming up on Wednesday, another edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast, this time featuring Joe Castiglione as we look back on the 16 days since the sports world came to a grinding halt. Joe C. coming up this Wednesday, and Sherry Cole slated to join us on Friday. And on our Classic broadcast podcast on Wednesday night. Experience the Elite Eight. Buddy and the boys take on Oregon and make that big step to the Final Four. That's Wednesday night right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until then, have a great day. Thanks for hanging out with us, and Boomer Sooner, everybody. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.